0: Hello, this is Jem, and welcome to another episode of Linguistics and Cognition. I would like to begin this episode by asking you a question. Does your native language influence your worldview or the way you think about various things in life? Today, we are going to explore Linguistic Relativity, also known as the Sapir-Whorf Hypothesis, which suggests that the structure of our language affects our cognitive processes, including perception, reasoning, and categorization. This hypothesis has generated much debate and controversy in the field of linguistics, psychology and anthropology. To understand the Sapir-Whorf hypothesis, let's begin with some basic concepts. Language can be viewed as a system of rules and symbols that enable communication between individuals and communities. Every language has its own unique features, including grammar, syntax, vocabulary, and sound patterns. Even though structures of all languages can be analyzed and explained using the same linguistic concepts, differences between language structures in terms of morphology, syntax, and semantics exist despite many similarities between languages. Language, according to the linguistic Edward Sapir, affects how we perceive the world. According to him, the structures of various languages vary, which affects how we think and experience the outside world. For instance, Safir pointed out the absence of tense system in the Hopi language, which is spoken by the Hopi people of Arizona. Instead of a tense system, the Hopi language emphasizes the temporal aspect of an event, with words indicating whether an event is ongoing, habitual or completed. Sapir argued that this linguistic structure shapes the Hopi people's perception of time and makes them adopt the cyclical and repetitive nature of time rather than the linear and sequential view of the Western culture. Sapir's student, Benjamin Lee Worf, elaborated on his teacher's theories and transformed the theory into what is today referred to as the linguistic relativity. According to Worf, the categories and differences in our language limit our ability to think and shape our cognitive processes. Worf supported his arguments with examples from the Hopi language. He suggested that the Hopi language, which is reflected in their culture and manner of life, has a distinct conceptualization of space and time than does English. Worf, for instance, asserted that the Hopi utilized cardinal directions such as north, south, east and west instead of words for left and right. He hypothesized that Hopi speakers' conceptions of spatial orientation are influenced by this language structure, which results in a stronger sense of orientation and direction than in English speakers. The Sapir-Whorf hypothesis has sparked a lot of discussion and controversy, but it has also attracted a lot of interest and research, Let's examine some of the arguments in support of and against the idea in more detail. In Spanish, French, Portuguese and many other languages, there are two definite articles. For example, there are el and la in Spanish, which are masculine and feminine articles. This means that almost every noun has a gender. This is not the case in English, there are he and she pronouns for masculine and feminine. However, this is generally where the gender distinction ends in English. Spanish speakers' perceptions and categorizations of roles can be influenced by the employment of gender-specific articles in the language. The usage of gender-definite articles might result in the development of mental categories based on gender because all nouns in Spanish have genders. For instance, Spanish speakers could link some traits or features to masculine nouns while linking others to feminine nouns. This may have an impact on how they perceive and classify ideas, people, and items. Another example is the categorization of colors. Studies have demonstrated, for instance, that how many color names are used in a language can influence how people perceive and classify colors. People find it challenging to discriminate between various shades of colors in languages with few color names, such as the Papua, New Guinea languages, Dani and Berinmo. In contrast, people are better at differentiating between colors and have more extensive color categories in languages with a large number of color names like English and Russian. As a Turkish student studying in the US, I have become aware of the relativity of language in different aspects. For example, when trying to explain a particular situation to my friends, I often think of a Turkish idiom that precisely captures this situation. However, because that idiom does not exist in English, I have to find another way to convey the same idea. Although my friends usually understand what I am trying to convey, there are certain concepts that cannot be precisely expressed without using a specific idiom. This language barrier also occurs with vocabulary where an exact translation of a word may not exist. This linguistic gap not only affects communication but also cognition. Although I have become used to speaking and thinking in English, my thought processes in English are still somewhat distinct from those in Turkish due to the differences in language structures. This experience has deepened my understanding of the Sapir-Whorf Hypothesis and the powerful role that language plays in shaping our perceptions of the world around us. The Sapir-Whorf Hypothesis has significant and broad implications. A strong version suggests that translation is impossible due to the unique structure of each language. In sociolinguistic debates, the hypothesis emphasizes that language is not neutral and that our choices of words can have a profound effect on our perception of reality and behavior, leading to a linguistic bias. However, a drawback of the hypothesis is that it is difficult to test and verify as it presents a broad framework for understanding language. Thank you for listening to the Linguistics and Cognition podcast. I would like to end this episode with a quote from Benjamin Lee Worf. We dissect nature along lines laid down by our native languages, by the linguistic systems in our minds.